chillaxing, trying not to spend a ton of money on video games. Uh, that ship has sailed, Joel. That ship oh, yeah? has sailed. That ship sailed to America, carting along tell- its precious cargo of Bayonetta from Japanese. Ah, uh, forget Bayonetta. That's old news. Though, still awesome. Uh, I, I thought I was going to Philly on Tuesday, so I was like, going to be a long train ride. Going to need some PSP games. Excellent. So I ended up uh, buying a gift card for the Japanese PSN and downloading Einhander and Resident Evil 2. Oh, no. Einhander. Now you have it on, like, every form it's ever existed. Well, did they release that on the PSN? There's really only been two forms. It's been out on the Japanese PSN for a long time. It just but never it came out on the American one. No, I, I bought it on the Japanese one. That's weird that they even have a Japanese and an American one if you can just yeah. buy one in either place. Digital distribution, stupid. bro. There's no borders. Well, they can make borders. They just have to do it. I well, guess they, they just didn't plan borders. around it. I mean, really? I, guess I mean, in the sense that I had to buy a gift card and create a separate dummy account on my PlayStation. Really? That seems like a lot of work, but not enough work that it would you know, really be a, too much of a hindrance. A real pain in the ass? When you copy these games to your PSP, they are tied to the account you copied them from. So now in the morning, I have to choose if I want to play American games today or Japanese. <laughs> Because you can only set one at a time. Where am I this morning? Japan or America? So there's some, My there's IP some... address could not reveal this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if you're allowing this workaround, like if you're not checking by IP, then why not just let me use my credit card? You're still getting the money. Yeah, why would it even matter? Like, you can't have an American credit card in Japan? Dude, I was I, all over Tokyo using my Mac card from Wachovia. They didn't clearly care. Clearly you can. Like, this is not a, a foreign concept that if you go to some far-flung land, your money is now, well, literally your money has no value. But credit is accepted everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your money might not have any value, but Discover's is always pretty good. That would save me the 30% hike. I had to pay on this stupid PSN card. So wait, how did you buy the gift card? Did they like do there are other websites that you know, there's just like yeah, there's like online stores where you pay them for a gift card and then they email you the code. Wow. This is quite the black market. Yeah. Like well, gray tunnels market. under Gaza. <laughs> yeah. It's just like selling guns. I mean, I ain't yeah, it's like guns. <laughs> it's like some guy with a trunk. Like, what you got? Well, I got Mac 10s, AK-47, RPG, PSN PlayStation Network cards. Japanese <laughs> gift cards. It's like, whoa, whoa, buddy. Just give me the Mac Ooh, 10. Oh, how'd you get those? And like seven rockets. Uh, six rockets. I'm not going to need all those rockets. I mean, it's good to have a couple, actually, but seven is probably excessive. I know yeah. in the modern warfare, you can only carry three. Yes. Which is probably about as much as you could carry in real life anyway. Or whatever wants to carry. Because honestly... I I, I'd be pretty miserable carrying around that many rockets. They probably weigh a lot. They can't weigh that much, can they? I bet they weigh like 15 pounds each. No way. 
Really? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know anything about guns. <laughs> yeah, no, nor do I. <laughs> What's the heft of an RPG? I don't. I don't know. I mean, you got to factor in the tube too. Are you talking about? I don't know. I'm thinking of like those like Soviet style RPGs. That's like a cone that you slap in the front of the thing. Yeah. I think they're probably pretty heavy. They're made of explosive material. I guess it's metal. true. And it's it's essentially a rocket. So it's not like I mean, there's... They've, yeah, they've got like propulsion on them. Yeah, you're probably right. It probably is pretty heavy. I'm sure so somebody kind of knows. Fools up. Some of you gone otakus. I'm sure Robot Bastard has one in like his lab. He's like using it to hold something together. <laughs> yeah. Well, duct tape was too expensive, so we went with RPG. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do make do with what you got around. One thing I discovered about the Japanese Einhander, they give you twice as much cannon ammo. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought shooters were supposed to be harder in the land of the rising sun. That what having that much cannon is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I died in the middle of the level, and by the end, I had 270 cannon bullets. That's like, how the hell did this happen? That's like easy baby mode stuff. I know. Well, it reminds me, in the Japanese Resident Evil 3, if you played on... I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it was easy, but I feel like it was normal. They would (laughs) start you with every gun and like six magazines. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. So no, you start with, I like, 30 true. Magnum bullets at the beginning of the game. Yeah, you start off with a, you start off with the, the machine gun already, and you just, like, that first yep. alleyway. I guess because the idea is that first alleyway of zombies, they're probably expecting you to do something stupid and waste all the M16 ammo. Not only did they not, start you with a machine gun and a clip, which I don't think even existed in the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Resident Evil 3. That was a pretty easy game. Yeah. Pretty fun, though. One of my favorites. Well, that's because you like came up with the crazy challenge. Like, I'm going to beat the nemesis with the knife in the clock tower. <laughs> well, I my only beat him with the be knife ground to a pulp in a, in a pretty cheap spot where you could get him stuck. But I, I did beat him many times with the pistol. Super juking, they called it. <laughs> Super juking was the term back in the day. You're like wearing a zoot suit. I was wearing an onion on my belt, as was the style at the time. It's like a sepia-tone Resident Evil game. (laughs) Like, it crashes through the wall, goes in one of those silent film reel cutaways. Oh, no, it's the tyrant. (laughs) Which, at this point, I mean, Resident Evil basically looks like that anyway at this point. You know, (laughs) given how far things have come. Oh, it's pretty bad. Especially on, on an HD TV. On the scaled down PlayStation screen, it's all right. But on the big screen, yeah, every polygon is like about an inch <laughs> tall. <laughs> Didn't that used to be shading? It looks like she just has a hump. <laughs> but, uh, so playing through the game in Japanese is interesting. I wasn't having any real problems until the end when my memory star- started to fall apart and things get really technical, and there's, like, key cards that open various doors. And I was like, oh, crap, I have no idea where this key card goes. <laughs> You're trying to, like, use context clues to figure it out. Yeah. But there aren't any, because it's I mean, Resident I mean, Evil. I mean, and there's no context. Just, I was relying on my knowledge of katakana. <laughs> I was you like, gotta hope. Reducado. 
All right. <laughs> oh, thank God they didn't just use the word red and card in Japanese. I was like, I know be? there's a diamond key door around here. Does that say Diamondoru? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Japan, they don't got words for nothing. Nope. Clearly not. I I mean, but that's... I haven't really played anything since we last spoke. I guess I, I blew through Ratchet and Clank, which was fun enough. Well, that's sort of been the general consensus with Ratchet and Clank games. They're always yeah, fun enough. I don't know if I'm really going to go out of my way to play another one, because they're kind of easy, so it feels like you're just going through the motions. Like the and for a platforming game, that's really weird. It, it feels like they're just handing you these easy platforming segments. Well, has platforming ever really been the point? I feel like everything was just sort of a way to have a crazy gun in Ratchet yeah, and Clank. Yeah, well, the gun thing isn't as exciting either. I've only played this one and the previous one. But in the last one, like, you would level up your guns as you used them. And at level 3 and level 5, they would change. And there was some upgrade system where you could... And, you know, increase their ammo capacity and whatever else you could do, upgrade their damage. And in this one, it's totally scaled back. Like, all you can do is, is level them up to five, and then they change. And the changes aren't even that exciting. Most of the time, it just boils down to, does more damage now. Oh, that's super weak sauce. You do get a, a portable alien you can carry around, and he kills enemies with his sonic burps. And, <laughs> that's pretty and my dope. favorite, one of the final weapons, is the... Tentacle rape generator. What? You shoot out like a portal to another dimension, and these tentacles come out and just start kicking everybody's ass. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And the most of your enemies are these robots. I guess like the main bad guy in the series is this evil robot doctor, and they're kind of funny. They're like, not cool, man. Not cool. As they're getting raped by tentacles? Yeah, and they're like, we don't come to your evil citadel and wreck up the place. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even think robots, you know, they probably just assumed they couldn't be raped by tentacles. Yeah, they were like, that's where I they were wrong. This impossible. I, I, I could have spent my whole life preparing for this eventuality, but I thought I was safe. <laughs> Why would you imbue me with a soul only to do this to me immediately yeah. afterward? <laughs> That's, that's actually the, the secondary fire on the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Gives them a soul. Understanding. Like they can comprehend <laughs> why. Empathy, yeah. Just hit him with the empathy, Ray, and that makes everything else you do to him ten times worse. Yeah. He sees it happening to his friends first. He just shoots himself. <laughs> you shoot him with him, then you give him a puppy, and then you kill the puppy. Oh, my gosh. That was the only thing I ever loved. Because I only gained the ability to love 17 seconds ago. Why was Data from Star Trek so interested in this horrible curse? <laughs> yeah. You know what I happened really got to him. that either. Once they gave him the skin and they were like, it's real skin, Data. And she's like, blowing on it. She's like, <laughs> And he's like, oh, God. I better betray my comrades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Data, you jerk. We give you skin and emotions for one minute, and you're already selling us out yeah, for it's a like, woman. Yeah, it's like, come on. Well, imagine if you had been alive for 30-plus years, and then you discovered what a boner was. I, they didn't say they gave him a boner. They just said well, they gave him skin. Yeah, I mean, they gave him, like, a little patch on his arm. I don't yeah. even know how that would work. 
<laughs> it's Star Trek, Dave. It doesn't matter how it works. It just does. It doesn't have to work. Just deal with it. Oh, man. Yeah, I haven't really played any new video games either. I have been really eyeing Torchlight, though. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, I bought it. Much to my chagrin. Oh, no. It's but, not good. I mean, no, nothing against the game, except that it doesn't have multiplayer, so it's totally purposeless. It's, yeah, it's completely purposeless. I don't know. I've ground away many an hour on a, a non-multiplayer dungeon crawler. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, at my, at my old age, it seems sort of useless to have a game like that and not have it have multiplayer. But Doesn't have a guy with guns, though? Uh, well, there are guns available, like muskets and pistols. I love muskets. Oh, yeah. Plus, you get, I mean, the cool thing about it is that you get a dog, or you can pick a dog or a cat. And there's cool things, like you can load the cat down with your goods and send them off to sell them. But what's really sweet is that you can give them spells. So oh, now so not only can my dog shoot fireballs, but he can also summon a flaming sword. <laughs> Does he even use it or just, like, clatter on the ground in front of him and he kind of barks and runs around it? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's no war dog that I've trained from birth to respect me and pounce on my enemies but yeah he's all right for a dog yeah i don't even do dogs even need swords i feel like that's sort of unfair if that's if ninja gaiden has taught me anything it's that is some cheap bs they're pretty good just with the exploding shurikens yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) their buddy's like running around diving at you how do they like the fuse i don't know i'm willing to accept that they have like a satchel that they could pull out of yeah, like a they holster probably, that went around their shoulders. It, they just, you know, they don't have to put it around their shoulders. They're like strategically arranged around the junk. That's where the dog gets all it's like whipping from. You know, it reaches <laughs> down, there's like foosh. Maybe it's like a grenade. Like when they pull it out of the holster, it's like a pin. You're, you're acting like a dog that can effectively wield a sword and perform different attacks with it. Couldn't figure out how to light a fuse on a that's true shuriken. When he's got the sword in his mouth, how does he throw the shuriken? I don't know. How did anybody let this many ninja dogs exist in one place? I feel like <laughs> as long as there's one ninja dog in the world, humanity should be trying to kill that dog. Yeah. Why would they train so many when they knew that the eventuality was they'd betray their masters? I don't know. Well, they didn't really we, betray him. Weren't the, the ninja dogs, I feel like, hooked up with the spider clan ninjas. Yeah, they were the bad guys. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you give a dog that much power... It's pretty dangerous. Well, yeah, but then you know, it's how you control them all the ways. Treats. Yeah. If you're the only one that ever gave that dog a treat, it will do whatever you want. Bacon Assassinate bits. a head of state, sit, shake its paw, kill Ryu Hayabusa, anything. <laughs> Japan gifts President Barack Obama a dog. He's like, what a cute Akita yeah. Inu. Bump, 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 bump. Oh man, but I yeah, I we probably talked about this when we talked about Ninja Gaiden too. But it made that Ninja Dog ranking seem a lot more hardcore. Yeah, I know. It's like that was easy because it seems like that's the rank you should aspire to. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, maybe those were like Ninja Dogs D A W G. It's like a whole different level of Ninja Dog exhibits dogs. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. It's like, hey, we put a ninja in your dog, and I'm not going to finish that joke because it's so played yeah. out. But you see where I mean, I'm going. Shit's old, but you understand where it's going. 
Yes. You see that picture of Ice-T holding up the Modern Warfare box? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wearing the night vision goggles? It's like, really, Ice-T? The favorite Ice part about that picture is he's wearing the night vision goggles. He's got the Modern Warfare box in one hand, and he's got the Xbox controller in the other? He's like, yeah, I also have an Xbox controller. So you know I'm, that I have the ability to play it. <laughs> Not only do I own this game, I have the means with which to control myself in this game. He actually doesn't have the Xbox. He's like, I'm yeah. still waiting on the Xbox. Now how do I plug this controller into this game? <laughs> He's pushing them together. It's not working. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I guess that was like Ice-T calling everybody out in Modern Warfare. Yeah, which makes like, me bring think, it on. I already said Borderlands was sick. Now I've moved on because I'm rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't have to spend the actual 60 hours it takes to play that game. Hey, did you see that we... everybody? Well, I guess everybody on the internet pretty much uh, preempted Cliff Blazinski when he said that uh, Borderlands is Diablo for a new generation. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> Open, your computer, open Cliff Bozinski's file of incredibly obvious things to say. <laughs> yes. Halo is a game where you fire a gun at aliens. <laughs> I've Eggs discovered this thing chickens. five days after everybody else. <laughs> I feel like that was even before five days after everybody else. I think everybody just kind of assumed that it was going to be FPS Diablo as soon as they <laughs> read descriptions like, of it. It was like a week after the game came out. He was like, guys, 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 guys. This game, it's like, you ever play this game called Diablo? It's a lot like that. Except it's in first person, it's nuts. Books oh, are things you read from. It's a revolution. The train is an efficient and economical form of public transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. He's like, all right, Cliff, your work here is done. <laughs> he blasts off on his rocket boots. Totally. Later, Earth. Yeah, later. <laughs> Wait a minute, Cliff. We I'm going to go back to my home planet. survive in space yet. <laughs> then he says, oh, he says it out loud as he's drifting past the ionosphere. Yeah. Humans can't breathe in space. <laughs> it was the last word of wisdom we were ever gifted. And then I give that rocket boot creator a million dollars for having successfully yes, killed trap. Cliff Blazinski. Cliffy B, you were too beautiful for this world. Everybody knew he was going to go after the rocket boots. It was Who just a matter them? of putting them there. Honestly, if you put rocket boots on my feet, I'm blasting off into anything. I could be indoors, and I'd <laughs> yeah. shoot straight up into the ceiling. Later, suckers. <laughs> then you're just stuck in the ceiling. Kicking your legs. Hey guys. I don't know if you these that rocket boots you could, work that good. If you gave me yeah, if you gave me rocket boots somewhere where there was a roof, you could be charged with murder, I think. Yeah. That's just not fair. Like uh your aunt, my your honor. This man clearly knew that when he handed Joel White the rocket boots, he would immediately put them on and shoot himself into the spiked ceiling. You call it inventor, I say attempted murder. <laughs> oh man. Not even attempted successful because you know i'm not going to stop i'm just going to keep rocketing yeah. <laughs> my Better dreams come up true the power on these bad boys it's, it's me and mickey rourke we're living out our dream till we die him in the wrestling ring me with rocket boots blasting into a ceiling <laughs> so they're going to make like a biopic about you <laughs> yeah 
I'm like an old beat up guy. Massive amounts of head trauma. Still can't take off the rocket boots. <laughs> he just keeps doing, not knowing what it was. Got an old beat up van. It's impossible to drive with the boots on. <laughs> well, you hit the accelerator and then the boots flare up and burn a hole in the bottom of your car. It's a manual. I can never get it out of first because I'm constantly riding the clutch. <laughs> Got to replace it like every 10 days. Driving is expensive. What else is going on? I don't even know. I mean, all, all the hype is around this Modern Warfare 2 game. And I, and I, hear it's I don't good. know nothing about it. I still haven't gotten it yet, though. I put it on the Gamefly queue. Isn't it going to take it like 20 years to get there? Although I guess it, it might not be that, like, it might not be that popular on Gamefly because it's got a heavy multiplayer component, so I feel like yeah. a lot of people are just going to buy it. I mean, I'm mostly curious in the single-player campaign, but at the same time, the single-player ca- campaign in uh, Modern Warfare was sort of resoundingly terrible. People have said that this one is pretty is a lot better. I don't know. Like, they had, like, a couple blow-away moments from a narrative standpoint, if you want to go there. Like, there was a really cool bit where one of the characters you played gets caught in the shockwave of a nuclear bomb that gets set off. So you're invading some nondescript, probably Saudi Arabia sort of place. (laughs) And as you are pulling out, they're like, oh, God, there's a dirty bomb. And the, you're, you're in the helicopters flying away. And it gets set off, and there's an explosion. Your helicopter crashes. And, um, you know, you, you sort of wake up in the wreckage, and you're crawling forward. And uh, I guess eventually you, you stand, and you start limping, and you're like, all right, now it's time to kick some raghead ass. And then you just <laughs> fall over and die. And it's like, you know, this guy killed in action. I was like, whoa, that's pretty tight. But the rest Snap. of it was like fucking Coltrane. <laughs> and the English equivalent of Coltrane, which is like, instead of being like, you know, jubilant, goofy, racial stereotype, it's like basically sociopath. Nice. I, I'm pretty sure I quoted this when the first one came out, but in like the first mission, uh, you're invading a, a ship or something. And they're about to open a door, and a guy pulls out a shotgun, and he's like, I like to keep this around for close encounters. And the other guy's like, hey, I knew that's right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I will idolize these guys now. Yes, it's just like that scene from Aliens when Reese pulls out the shotgun. I don't know his real name. I don't really even care what it is. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Bain. That's a, I guess. I don't know. Kyle Reese, come with me if you want to live. Yes. I don't know. I, I've been using Twitter, so to speak, recently, because it's lame, but I figure you, you, that's what you got to do in this land of milk and honey. You got to get you your brand out there. Um, and I was like, how come Call of Duty does like two clever things? And everybody excuses its piece of shit gameplay. <laughs> and then Daryl Surratt was like, oh, I object. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was Shocker. Like, Daryl Surratt uses Twitter. <laughs> and, and he was like, well, the infinitely spawning guys aren't really that often. And I was like, are you sure? Because it felt like it was kind of the entire game. <laughs> In fact, I can only think of like 
two parts where it wasn't. And one of them was a stealth mission. <laughs> and the stealth mission eventually became infinitely spawning enemies. Oh, man. At least they didn't have you fighting ghosts. It's always lame when they do that in games. Especially Tenchu. Ghost, Those floating I mean, ghost heads. I was going to say, like, I, kill on that. I, don't, I don't think there's going to be any ghosts in Call of Duty, but I guess I didn't expect there to be any ghosts in Tenchu. <laughs> that sort of, that. sort of wings you about halfway through. They're like, oh, yeah, there's ghosts. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> that would make Call of Duty. I would buy that in a second. It's like Call it's of Duty my belly. <laughs> It's got ghosts. Excuse me, fat Buddha guy. Are you saying you ate the relic I'm after? Because I think we know what, we're, what I'm about to do. <laughs> Oops. No, you have done well. Let's just turn this into another Tenchu quote-a-thon. Yeah, I can't my, do it. My money. <laughs> Dude, that guy had a gun, too. What a punk. Oh, we say it every time. It's never less true. But everybody in Call of Duty like has guns. Bitch. That's I've, why you only had 50 hit points. I want to buy Call of Duty because I support imagery of Washington in flames. There, I said it. Yeah. Oh, Joe, you should go on Fox News. I'm Dude, a revolutionary. So, I mean, are, are you aware of the spoiler warning, this whole thing where you, you are playing a terrorist? Yeah. Uh, so did you see that Fox News had something talking about it? And they had some dude from some bullshit website. I don't remember what it was called. But he really could have used, like, a 15-minute prep course. Because they're like, hey, you fat gaming schlub. What do you have to say about the fact that this game teaches kids to be terrorists? He's like, well, you play, it's a CIA agent undercover. And who cares? You, like you know how, works for the CIA? Have you guys heard of Counter-Strike? I've been planting bombs yeah, since 1997. You're actually playing a terrorist. Yes. The team you pick is called terrorists. And you plant bombs and you take hostages. And nine times out of ten, you shoot those hostages. You know, uh, it really gave me an appreciation for, you know how in these, these TV things, when they have the people live via satellite... They're looking straight at the, the camera, and they're like, they sort of like smile and like nod and stuff like that. There's actually probably some modicum of training that goes into this, because this gamer loser was, was like, like looking, looking around. around and like it's looking like it, down, and like, it, it's like he forgot that if they weren't talking to him, that the camera was still on. <laughs> so he's like picking his nose, and like he pulls his shirt no, up and starts scratching no. his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> no, your dignity. Like, why you are you representing it. us? We don't do that. That's not what we do. Well, yeah, it is. But we can be more eloquent about it than this guy. Like, the he was talking for forty-five seconds, and the only thing he got out was, "You play a CEI agent, CIA <laughs> agent," and he said it twice. Yeah, and I was just like, first off. Hey, buddy, freedom of speech, Fox News. And then second off, like, it's totally, like, within their right and almost sensible for them to include things like this. That's like the, you know, if I base my experience on modern warfare, that's like the thing it really had going for it was that it, 
It puts you in these like really weird situations that you would not necessarily expect a first-person shooter, especially like from the storied franchise Call of Duty, to put you in. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool, and you know, I, I haven't played the level, so I can't make any actual comments on it. But it seems like like a situation that could have a lot of impact. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And also, who cares what Fox News thinks about anything? Uh, yeah, they're pretty dumb. They did call Mass Effect an orgasmic rape simulator. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, orgasmic Oh, rape, and how right? was it? For Man of day. Dude, I wonder if that's why they scaled back the sexy times in Dragon Age. What, I thought it's they ramped them up. Oh, no. You're, you're wearing underwear in the sex scenes. <laughs> yes, but you can be a male hero trying to get it on with a dwarf male hero. Well, you can be a dwarf male hero. You you only get, I think, one option for the man-on-man, and it's this Spaniard elf. What? He, he swings both ways. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. And well, not because he's an elf, but because he's a Spaniard. With him and some chick, and then she teaches you how to be a duelist. What? That's how you get that like dual wield ability. Well, this is this is some subclass. Um, like I, I meet this chick in a bar, and uh, <laughs> like she's she had just fit, fought off a gang of ruffians. And uh, before you get any ideas, I wasn't with the elf guy. I just saw that on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> not that I was looking for it. I mean, uh, gang of ruffians, eh? <laughs> so you're like, hey, you're pretty good with the sword. How about you teach me some of that? And she's like, all right. Let's play a game of cards. And I was like, hmm. And one of the dialogue options is like, is there anything else I can pay you in? And I clicked that, and she was like, okay, let's have sex. I was like, what? <laughs> in the like system that, works. That was my literally the last true. dialogue option I clicked, and then all of a sudden we had sex. And that one Man. just cut away. There isn't even a, a scene. Dude, you better watch out. I it would get myself tested after black. that. And then she comes back and she's like, here's your learnings. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> here's your learnings. You've already taught me so much. She taught me about all the about dual wielding, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. It sounds so wrong, but it felt so right. I, I know that they made that joke on purpose, but I'm still slightly uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I think I can hit up the sassy witch chick. All I have to do is kill her mom. <laughs> Dude, that is some creepy Nicole Kidman stuff. Uh, to be it's fair, like, her mom we can be together if you kill my husband. Giant dragon. What do you have to do to the dragon? Well, she transforms into a dragon. Oh, snap. She was like, well, it would be really convenient, you know, since, since it seems that my mom is... This is spoilers. Again, if you need to fast forward in about 30 seconds, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll say it really quick so you don't have to miss a lot of the podcast. Her mom was like a kept raising daughters, and then when she would get too old to sustain her body, like implant herself in the next daughter. Wow. So that daughter, so the current daughter is trying to break the chain because she just discovered it. And, uh, you know, you, I was like, shit, yeah, I'll kill your mom. <laughs> she was like, she was like, all you have to do is find me her spell book so after you defeat her some years down the line when she reconstitutes herself, I'll be ready for her. 
and you can keep all the other stuff in their hut. And I was like, stuff, eh? Hut, eh? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and then the dragon kicked the crap out of me. I was not ready for that. I was trying to use my WoW training. I was like, all right, standard dragon fighting procedure. And that is literally what we call it in WoW. <laughs> Because there is a standard dragon fighting procedure. Whatever, whatever dragon you're fighting, you know that it cleaves, which means it can hit anybody in front of it. It's got a fire breath, and it's probably got a tail swipe. That means everybody has to bunch up by the hind legs, and that is standard dragon fighting procedure. Uh, so anyway, Didn't work out so well. So I was trying to turn it away from the raid. I was like... I have my big rock golem guy. I was like, turn around, turn around, turn around. And then it was just like flame breath. Oh, your entire party's dead. I was like, everybody run. We're only level 10. <laughs> like, you tricked yeah. me, witch of the swamps. And then uh, later well, on, our number. <laughs> in a dialogue outside of a cutscene, I'm just hanging out with my witch chick and my stone golem. And he's like, how do we know... You're telling us the truth. You're the only one that can read that Grimoire. And uh, she's like, if you don't believe me, why don't you, uh, why don't I teach you how to read it and then you'll believe me? And he's like, no, nah, I don't really care. <laughs> I was like, Stone Golem, you are so irascible. You're so mean to everybody. He's like, I don't want to read your stupid book anyway. <laughs> That's like, he makes me laugh. He says things. He's I, like, I feel bad because I'm using all like the malcontent characters, but I'm still playing a relatively good character, so I feel like I'm wasting a lot of my dialogue options. <laughs> I feel like I should really be getting into some deep murder and thievery while they're around. I think they'd approve. I'm sure you'll be able to do it by accident. Just like me with a, in a what you call it, Mass, Mass Effect. effect. Like when I had to, when I tranked that girl, even though that's yeah. clearly what needed to happen, and they gave me a renegade point for it, I was like a thousand percent paragon in that game until that moment. <laughs> you were like, you ruined it for me. The achievement points. <laughs> I didn't really care about the achievement, but I was kind of shocked. Bioware making some decisions. You, sh- you had to talk her down. You know what we discovered when Graz was playing through the game? If you don't have a per- high persuade or intimidate. There is no way to save Rex without doing his side quest. Yeah. Like, I, I, was, I was a bit taken aback by that. Because I feel like, especially in Dragon Age, the persuade option is a bit too easy. Well, it's isn't it just like, like the I in, win button. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't it based on, I mean, you can level up your persuade ability, right? Like, if you got that spectre yeah. ability, it added to both your persuade and intimidate? Yeah. But I just feel like it's a little too obvious. Like, if there's a blue or red option on the screen, you want to pick that one. It's like it, it takes a little bit of the mystery out of it. Yeah. I wish one of the options was always, like, threaten him with your sword for everything. Oh, you're about to. In Mass Effect, you, like, do you remember that thing they were talking about in 2? Where they're like, your options are to play nice with the interrogation guy or push him down an elevator shaft. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you're not going to get any information when he's at the bottom of a 200-story yeah, laser this is, elevator. This is the moral ambiguity. It's like I can either talk to him or kick him down an elevator shaft. 
It's like you met an it's old like, lady on the street. Do you say hello or do you murder her family? Shades of gray, Shepard. Yeah. Welcome to the edge of space, Shepard. <laughs> Dude, that 10 minutes of gameplay, though. That about drove me crazy. Bonerific, dude. Oh, it looks so awesome. It looks like they made the shooting so much better. Yeah, it really does. It also looks like they made your teammates good. Because yeah. like when they totally set up that choke point on those robots, wow. Well, when they get like the really big one and his armor just disappears. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. There's just like a fusillade of lasers that come <laughs> down upon him. And the health bars keep disappearing. It's like armor, gone, shields, gone. Body gone. Spirit crushed. <laughs> We're writing notes to his family describing how he died with pictorial evidence. You know what's really funny? I mean, this is sort of a testament to how good Mass Effect 2 was. When I was watching the Mass Effect 2 and they had the same voice actor playing Shepard, there was like this moment where I couldn't get it around my head that that was Shepard. Yeah, because he didn't look like, like Shepard. That doesn't look like Tanaka Shepard. That's not Shepherd. Tanaka Shepard. Where's his Fu Manchu and the scar over his eye? <laughs> I just used the default one. I was like, eh, I'm not making anything better than this. What do you mean, man? My guy was awesome. I wish I could publish him to the internet. He's everything I want to be in more. <laughs> when when the race change option becomes available, IRL. Yeah, for real. You'll be like, I'll come back to Philly. You'll be like, hey, Dave, what's up? And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> What? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're twirling your mustache. I'm like doing that thing where I like hold it out above my like cocked thumb and forefinger, kind of like the shooter, except it's both of the strands of my Fu Manchu. <laughs> yeah. And I like whip it around. Oh man, I can't wait to look like fight that. Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the Mandarin. It's like, Joel, where do you afford all those rings? They keep a magical power. <laughs> that beautiful crimson robe. <laughs> the Mandarin had to be like the worst villain ever from comic books. Oh, it's like yeah, Iron it Man. Just shoot him with your lasers. It's like none of those rings will defend him from that. He's like, he's going to summon Sphinx Fang Foom. <laughs> he must have had like mind control powers. I, he didn't. He just had, I mean, I think one of the rings might have given him that, but he just had the ten rings. And yeah, apparently he's a the ability athlete to with tremendous skill in various monster arts. Oh yeah, Fang and the Foom. rings. Ice blast, Mento intensifier. Name for a dragon ever, Fing Fang Foom. <laughs> well, it's like I can't America be in this comic yet anymore. Discovered racism. They, this is bullshit. Like this is racist. What? They didn't know. That's how slavery happened. We were like, we didn't know this was bad. We just kept importing dragons and making them work in our cotton fields. Man, that would have been a mistake. Yeah, well, I mean, given the dragon's propensity towards flame, it seems like somebody <laughs> along the line would have questioned that decision. Oh, man, that's pretty terrible. Slavery was a mistake, just for the record. I'm not saying that slavery of dragons is I, I would hope that nobody listening to this show I just got to make that clear. Otherwise, you can yeah. never be sure. Because there's somebody, you know, a lot of the stuff we say on this show is a joke. Well, like all of it. So you shouldn't be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just yeah. like me. <laughs> That's, listen, apparently in Modern Warfare 4, there are like call sign insignias that are weed related. So it you makes- can be like Operation Joint Ops 
or blunt trauma. And it's like a picture of a blunt. And Dude, I was that's like, You're just awesome. encouraging that subculture. What do you mean? I was listening to this podcast and they were like talking about, you know, narrating as we do sometimes. And they're like, you know, these guys just like sit around and smoke weed and make video games, dude. And I was like, you know what? There's somebody out there saying that right now because I knew him in college. Dude, these guys are so cool. They totally love the weed and they make video games. That could be me, man. I could be doing that. The return of XXWeedocalypse420XX. Yes. His ignominious return. I hate that guy. I hate him. He doesn't even exist, and I hate him. <laughs> Joel, let's not let's not kid ourselves. He does exist. Yeah. Just because you made it up doesn't mean that there aren't six billion people in the world out there, <laughs> and fully like a hundred million of them reside in Middle America, <laughs> <laughs> and they are all just like him. The enemy Pretty within. Much. Glenn yeah. Beck was right. That's that's Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, like we've got to stamp out. You just running in and content. shooting people on the couch, like on their couches. It's like do a barrel roll through their window. It's like <laughs> whoa, dude! Like Cheetos are exploding everywhere. <laughs> no, no, the Mud Mountain Dew. Did you see the onions video about Modern Warfare Three? Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Waiting for orders, fixing trucks. <laughs> yeah. I love the part. It's like, you know, at one point you get really homesick, so you just go out into the desert and stare at the dunes for hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, really great. He gets shot in the back and he dies, and the chick's like, well, I just got shot. I guess that's the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one, the best part was when they're talking about it's like, who would they have sex with, Jessica Biel or Shakira? And you're, it's like, you'll have to moderate real discussions like this. And the guy's like, if you, are you saying that if Jessica Biel was here right now, you wouldn't have sex with her? And he's like, not if Shakira was standing right next to her. And I was like, The Onion, how can you stay so funny for so long? No, seriously, that's a hard quandary. I guess it's just tone turnover. They probably just keep it fresh. Yeah, I don't, it's they sometimes they do the same bits over and over again. They're still people have a funny. problem though, where yeah. you get to essentially be a terrorist and kill Indian. people, and I'm it's also very down realistic. This marathon podcast. Yeah, uh, it is definitely realistic, Steve. But, stop but I think it. a lot of people don't seem to understand. You're not actually a terrorist. You're a oh, CIA sure. undercover stop. agent. Stop. You are infiltrating uh, a, a terrorist organization, Two, three. and the game specifically says that when you go into, uh, when, you, when you work with this terrorist organization, you are, um, you, you, you are a, 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 a CIA operative, and... Uh, right, well, you, you, can join the, the enemy, you can join the enemy in a terrorist attack on an airport, and, and, and so... Yeah, that didn't sound synchronized at all, really.